hi. <laughs> How are you guys? Did you miss me? Because I missed you. It has been over a month, potentially. Oh my gosh, you guys. It has been one million years. And so this podcast episode is very much going to be a catch-up sesh. We are going to be talking about everything that has been going on, everything that is coming up, some lessons we've learned. I just want to catch up with you guys before we get back into the normal move and groove of move and groove. Is that even a saying or did I just literally make that up? I think I might have made it up. But into the groove of that's my personal business because it has been a whirlwind of a couple months and it's been really hectic. It's been really beautiful. It's been really chaotic and fun and cool and messy and weird. And I feel like it has been this incredible huge wake-up call to this new direction I kind of knew I wanted my business to go into but was a little too nervous and I feel like the last couple months have just been the most incredible push into taking my business that direction and that is that I just want any interaction you have with my space to be as honest as possible because I just feel so passionate lately all the time but especially lately about the fact that like life is so short and it can be so messy and beautiful at the same time and you deserve this dream life but I also want it to be a space where I'm so transparent with you and honest with you on how messy and chaotic it can be as well because I think I have a really hard time listening and learning from people where it's just positive and I'm like okay that's so cool they've been blessed with like this incredibly perfect life and they probably haven't been like they probably don't have a perfect life but for me it sets up this expectation that some people have perfect lives and I don't and I feel like I have wanted to kind of pull back the curtains even more to show you guys in real time what's kind of going on with me in my life so that you can see that things can be really beautiful and really hard at the same time um I've always been a really private person and so opening up about my past and my stories and my experiences on this podcast already was so hard but it it was a little easier and made a little easier by the fact that it was things that had happened to me in the past and I don't really love talking about things that are happening to me right now and I feel like the last few months have been such a push for that where I'm like oh my gosh my life is so fun and everything I've ever dreamed of right now but it's also so hard and so messy and so weird and so that's what I want to share with you guys so I just want to catch up because last time I talked to you was when I had just gotten back from Switzerland I think it literally was I believe potentially November or September I think I might have recorded the podcast episode in September which is Actually, yeah, no, for sure. For sure I did because I went to Switzerland in August. It has literally been months, you guys. It feels like the last few months have literally been like 18 years. It feels like it's been so long. So in August, I went to Switzerland, as you guys know. And the one part that I didn't share because I... I felt so weird about it. I hated it. I hated it that I had shared about it publicly and that it ended. But my ex and I, now ex and I, had broken up and we had been together for about a year. It was my first relationship out of my divorce and it was a doozy of a breakup. And so I was dealing with that, trying to get through that. It was so different than any other breakup I've ever had. Um, 
like not that we're going to go into like my breakups or anything but I was I was trying to get through that still obviously I'm processing that a little bit thankfully not as much now um but that was really hard that happened right before Switzerland and so even though I was sharing all these amazing beautiful things that were happening in Switzerland I was still very much crying every day it's fine um and having a really hard time with that relationship coming to an end and I got back I decided that since my lease was up in a month I was going to end it I was going to move um and decide decided to move out to New York City and New York City has always been the plan it's always been the dream since I was in high school I came here for my senior trip for the first time fell in love with it um and it's always been a place that I've dreamt of living and never thought I would um my ex-ex like the ex from years ago um hated it hated didn't even want to visit it I don't even think he'd ever been and so living in New York has always kind of been this dream that I literally was like well I never will like it's literally the dream of my life but I'll never get to move there and that's okay it plot twist was not okay um and then my ex who we broke up this summer he was from here we had talked about moving here and so New York was becoming attainable but in like a very different light and so when we broke up it just felt like this cosmic like we gotta go like we're doing it why are we not doing this this has been the dream forever it was this really weird energy shift even towards the end of our relationship I had talked about I was starting to talk about moving out here alone anyway since my lease was up and when that became a possibility it felt like all the energy in my body shifted and this is why I preach to you guys so often how important it is to understand what your body feels like when making decisions or when things are aligned because once you start listening to your intuition and start listening to your body you'll come up with ideas or thoughts and your body will have such a strong response and that's when you know you need to do something and that is literally one of the biggest blessings and gifts because moving from los angeles to new york is a literal coast-to-coast move um doing it alone i know no one out here like that decision would have been really hard to make if I didn't have energetics behind it pushing me like it was one of those things where I was like I think I should move maybe to New York when my lease is up and everything shifted within my body so I was already thinking about it but kind of like oh maybe in 2022 towards the end of that relationship and then once we broke up I was like well I've always known that LA was going to be a chapter like even when I moved there I was like I know that this is short term I don't know why I'm just supposed to be here for the time being um and so I was like I think this is it I think this is where we're supposed to go we're supposed to go to New York and oof, you guys it has been so cosmic getting here and I'm going to do a completely different podcast episode about manifesting my move to New York because everything aligned so perfectly and I manifested a little bit differently than I normally do um and everything just aligned so perfectly like unlike anything I've ever done before every single manifestation I had on my list of manifestations for my apartment was met everything aligned perfectly like it was so weird how cosmic it was um and so everything's just felt really aligned for getting out here and so I moved out of my apartment in LA once my lease was up um I was still very much processing like the breakup. The breakup was super drug out. It was a really messy one. Um, Pre-breakup, my mental health was doing kind of poor. So post-breakup, it was doing kind of even poorer. Um, So amidst all of that, I was moving out of Los Angeles, packing up my lease, saying goodbye to my friends. I moved my stuff to my parents in Utah because then I just traveled for like a month. Um, And so I took my stuff to Utah. And then the next day, I think it was the day after no I think it was the next day I drove to Utah hopped on a plane to Paris 
was in Paris for 10 days, which was the most incredible thing of my life. I was there for my mastermind retreat with Darcy Benincosa, and it was such a beautiful release for me. Um, the trip to Paris was phenomenal. I have never been to Paris as like an adult. I went once as a teenager and didn't love it. So I was really interested to see what it would be like to go back again now. And I went early. Um, the retreat was only a couple days. And so I got to be there alone slash with some of the girls from the retreat. And it was so beautiful to start taking my life back into my own hands again, because I definitely have taken my life back into my own hands in some extents post-divorce, but I did get into my last relationship fairly somewhat quickly, like nine, 10 months after my divorce. Um, I hadn't been looking for a relationship, but did end up in one. And so I being with my ex ex since I was 18 and then getting into another one really quickly I do tend and this is something I'm working on but to kind of just to fold to the the hopes and dreams and ideas of my partner a bit and I definitely did not do that as extremely in this relationship this was um my ex is a great person there's literally I'm not ever gonna like speak badly about him or anything but um I still you know would make decisions based on someone else because I was in a relationship and that's what you do and so to be out of this relationship processing such a heartbreaking breakup and just getting to travel alone when I had never traveled alone I traveled alone internationally before I had the Switzerland trip and then the Paris trip and the Paris trip was just my chance to treat myself and to feel really autonomous in a way that I've never felt before and to do things that I wouldn't normally do and to just go wander museums for six hours and tell no one and to go shopping and treat myself to things um I tend to in relationships spend more money on my partners than I ever have on myself and so I feel like it was this wake-up call to be like actually no like we have a good job and we earn money and we're gonna treat ourselves the way that we treat our partner and that was such a beautiful trip and then we did some gorgeous energy work at Darcy's uh Darcy's retreat as well and some of the things that happen in the energy work are probably too personal to put, you know, on the podcast as much as I love you guys. People listen to this that I don't want to know these things. So, um, but we did some gorgeous energy work and I feel like it was just my chance to release. There was, I had been holding on to so much heartbreak from this breakup and even still so much pain from my divorce. And we got to do this energy work that was just so cleansing and so reassuring that everything in our lives like have their time and that was one of the hardest things that I was having to deal with with this breakup was just being like why did this happen why is this so hard I had never had such a like sad heartbreak before like where I just missed the ex-partner so much that has not ever been something that's occurred to me and it was just this beautiful release of like that relationship can just be what it needed to be and how beautiful is it that you got to share those times, the good times and the bad times with another human being. And that's all it is. The door is closed and it's done. And it was just this beautiful release to come back into the States from Paris and to just feel so much more healed um, from that specific relationship. And so that was really beautiful. I came back from Paris. I flew back from Paris to LA. I got to have a gorgeous last week with my friends. Um, and then I drove across the country here to New York and we are here now. And it has just been, I wrote notes, you guys, so that I wouldn't get back on the podcast and ramble because one, I do that all the time anyway, which you obviously know if you listen to the podcast. But two, I was like, we haven't podcasted in a while. So let's take 
take notes on the ideas we want to share in this little, you know, catch-up sesh. So it's not just me totally jumbling things up. But with the last several months processing a breakup after so, I mean, it felt like so long. We were together for a year. It was during COVID. So we, I swear, spent more time together than I probably spent in six years with my ex-husband, which says a lot in and of itself but um I was processing that breakup I was ending a lease I was ending a chapter I was saying goodbye to friends I was traveling I was moving across the country and it's been really hard and really tiring and I'm absolutely taking a nap after recording this podcast but a lot of things have come up a lot of things about my identity and what I think of myself and what I think I deserve and how I want to move forward in this life as a a woman who has every intention in being single for a while because I've never really gotten to do that. Um, I've learned, I feel like I've learned a lot of lessons in the last couple months. And again, we'll have podcast episodes on each of these topics like individually to really break them down. But I did want to share them here because in the last couple months, I've had to make so many decisions. And obviously, I wanted to manifest very specific things as well. And I have my entire life kind of lived as a person, even as much as I believe in manifesting, I've kind of lived as this person who has kind of waited for good things to be given to me. Like, okay, if I'm a good enough person, like maybe if I deserve these things, then they'll happen for me. Like if I, and then when they don't happen being like, well, am I like just not good enough of a person and these people that it is happening for, are they a better person than I am? Like, why aren't these opportunities just presenting themselves to me? Whatever. And it would have been so easy to even think of that with this New York move. I could be like, well, why isn't like a New York opportunity presenting itself unto me, right? Um, And I feel like it was just this big lesson in these last couple months that things don't just happen to you, whether you deserve them or not, right? Like you could be the best person in the world and the best things, the dream life, the dream everything, it's not just going to be given to you just because you deserve them. These things happen if you make them. And that has been... One of the biggest lessons of the last couple months is that I need to take even more control of my decisions than I have before and not wait around for the universe to just gift me things because I want them or because I feel like I should have them, but instead to be like, no, I want this and I'm going to make it happen because I have literally one life and that has kind of been the thought in the back of my head even when it comes to making really bold decisions or going and getting another impulsive tattoo sorry mom um or spending money out of my savings account that I used to not even be comfortable touching ever is that I'm like I could be and this is so morbid so sorry for anyone that doesn't like morbid things but like I could be that person that dies in at 30 and like not in a scary like fear-mongering way where I need to like live in fear my whole life but I don't want my life to be lived in a way where I'm like, well, I'll get to be happy later when the universe decides to gift it to me. No, I'm going to be happy now. And that is the lesson that I have learned is that like I, if I want something, I'm going to make it happen. And that's just that. I'm not going to wait for someone to hand it to me. I'm not going to wait for the universe to decide maybe she deserves it now or to wait for someone to give me permission to or to wait for a partner to tell me I deserve it. Like I'm not waiting for those things anymore. I'm going to make them happen. And so that's been lesson number one. Lesson number two, which you guys, we will be unpacking an entire podcast episode about this, is that when it comes to manifestations, the universe loves 
specifics. And this is something I've kind of been working towards that I want to be more specific about my manifestations to tell the universe exactly what I want. But I feel like I got too scared to because I was like, why don't, you know, I still want to leave the door open. I still want the universe to like, you know, maybe it'll gift me things I don't even know that I need. And so with this move here, with, you know, re-entering the dating scene, with like all of these big changes that have been happening in life, I decided that I was just going to put in an exact order with the universe on what exactly I wanted. And so for my um, for my apartment, I literally wrote out and I kept on back on the back of my phone so I could look at it every day. I wrote out a list of exactly what I wanted this apartment to look like. I wanted floor to ceiling windows. I wanted a ton of light. I wanted to be no more than four blocks from both a Trader Joe's and from the subway station. I wanted to be by public transit and I did not want to walk upstairs. I wanted laundry in the building and a gym, which if you have ever looked at New housing it's kind of a lot of things to ask for (laughs) and I learned that very quickly looking at listings here but I was determined oh when I tell you I was so determined again I was gonna make it happen I was like no I, I will not move to New York until this is the apartment that I have like this is the apartment that I have and this is what I want and so I would sit there and I would envision it and again I'll go into more details about this later I don't want to like be redundant and tell you guys it twice but I wrote out exactly what it was I envisioned exactly what I wanted this apartment to look like and I found it and I got it and I got approved for this apartment driving to the airport to leave New York I had looked at like two or three apartments and I was like well shit if that's not my apartment we're kind of screwed because I'm about to travel for months like I literally will not have a home. Oh, yeah, I forgot to throw in. I came to New York for a week within all the travel. I was just telling you guys as well. There was so much travel that took place within that time. I've literally forgotten an entire trip. I also came to New York. Um, But literally driving to the airport, I was like, I better get that apartment because if I don't, I don't have a home and we're going to have to find a time to go back out to New York to find another apartment. And in my head, I was like, no, this is it, though. Like, I know that apartment is mine. It's just mine. That's like there's no doubt in my head about it that is my apartment and guess what it was I'm recording in that apartment right now and I did the same with dating uh my ex that was really the only person I've ever dated RIP to everyone else I've already dated sorry that you have to hear this um not sorry to some of you but so sorry that was not very professional (laughs) oh my god it's fine you know radical honesty um but my ex uh the most recent ex that is really the only relationship I've ever been in that I had fun with them. Like I, we were like best, genuinely best friends. Like we had so much fun together. And that was one of the hardest things about our breakup was that I was like, oh shit. Like that was one, my best friend. So mourning that loss, but two, like, will I ever find that again? Like, will I find someone that I have that much fun with? And so as I started dating again, just casually dating, um, I was like, okay. And I literally remember sitting down saying a prayer to my spirit guide. Cause that's who I personally choose to pray to. And I was like, hi, I literally have no desire to meet my life partner right now or my soulmate or anything like that. Like I do not need to meet the love of my life, but like, please just show me fun people like show me that I can have fun with people other than my ex because I've never experienced it before and what if that was the only time like that is my ask and I was like please just show me fun on all these dates that I go on and when I tell you I have never had more fun dating in my entire life like I was literally telling my friends the other day I was like I have been so blessed 
re-entering the dating scene like I have been having more fun than I've ever had in my entire life <laughs> like the people that I've been going on dates with have been so fun so funny it has just been the best time I leave the dates feeling so fun so excited just to like get to know another human and have fun with them like it has been a really beautiful genuinely experience to go into dating and be like I have no intention in making you like a life partner like if I make if I meet one great but not my intention but like I just want to get to know other humans I want to have fun with them. Um, I want to like have them be funny. Like, but to just go into it, be like, can you just show me a fun time? And by golly, the universe and my spare guides gifted me the best dates. Like I have just been so lucky re-entering the dating scene, which is not something I have ever said before in my life. My dating history is rough, sad times for the most part. And so that is one of the things that I'm doing moving forward with any sort of manifestation is getting so specific on what I expect and what I want. And the universe has been pulling through so hard. And number three, don't worry. I only have three for you guys. I have no idea how when I started this podcast episode and I really hope it makes sense. I really hope you still like being here even after, you know, a month and coming back to maybe a chaotic nonsense catch up episode. But I'm just excited to catch up with you guys. You really do feel like I'm going to coffee with my friends, catching them up on everything. But this one is the banger. This is the one that I really I want you to take something from everything, but I especially want you to take something from this. In the last literally two and a half, three months, honestly, pretty much since my breakup, because I broke up, moved, you know, traveled, like it was so chaotic that I had to have like a real chat with myself where I sat down and I was like, we're not going to be able to work for a bit. Like realistically, we're not really going to be able to work for a bit. Like not in the way that we're used to. We will be able to keep up with coaching clients and that's probably it. Like we'll be able to work enough to survive and that's basically all we're going to have time for. And that was really scary. My entire identity for years, literally since I was 20 years old, has been this job. And it has taken so much retraining to become a human being outside of my career. And I've done a lot of work on that. I've made a lot of improvements, but to not be able to work for basically three months is really scary. And I also would like to preface this by saying, I know that that is the biggest fucking privilege ever. I do not under, like, I don't want anyone to ever think that I'm like, hee hee, casual. It's not. That is such a privilege. And I'm so lucky that I was capable of doing that. But I was able to take those months off. I did work a little, but not much because I was like, okay, this is like my entire life has been dedicated to my career. And right now my life is going to have to be dedicated to me. And this has been the greatest lesson on the fact that I want to work to live my life and not live to work. You and me deserve a dream life outside of our careers our entire soul's purpose as human beings is not to have a career we have a career to live out our soul's purpose we have a career to live our best lives we have a career to be so happy and to finance things that bring us joy that is the purpose and it's just been this real wake-up call one for me that like I want to have this healthy balance of working really hard when I do and then having a genuine life because I have had such beautiful moments with my friends over the last couple months I've been able to travel alone experience beautiful cultures and other people and all of these things that I never got to do in the last 26 years of my life because all I did was work obviously not as a toddler but you get what I'm saying but like 
I want you to know that you deserve your dream life and that truly is what I'm so passionate about with my job is that I want to help you do that. I want to help you become a better photographer so you can start earning more money so you can start taking more vacation days and start having a life again. I want you to better your skills. I want you to better your business so that you can start bettering your life. Bettering the business is not the end goal. Having a bunch of money is not the end goal. The end goal is going past that and using the money for things that bring you joy and fulfillment and peace. Those are what we're working towards. We're working towards the dream life. We're working towards the dream emotions. The end game is not the dream business, you guys. The dream business is a tool for reaching the dream life. And that is what we are really going to start working towards in my sphere in general. Because yes, I want to help you become a better photographer, creative, business owner, makeup artist. I want to help you with your marketing plan. I want to help you with your branding. But I want to help you with those things so that you start being more fulfilled by your business and you start earning more money so that you can start being more fulfilled in your life. And not saying that money buys happiness always, but God, we all know we live in a capitalist society and it is very helpful to earn more money. It gives us opportunities and to do things that bring us joy. And so I just want you to know, being in this space, that I want you to start working towards, and I'm going to help you do it, working towards your job and your career becoming a tool rather than the end game. I want you to know that you are so deserving of a dream life, hanging out with your friends, hanging out with your loved ones, buying yourself something nice, getting to take the day, the week, the month off because you've set up a business that allows you to do so and now you get to experience emotions like joy and fulfillment and peace and bliss, not just how exciting it is to sign in a client. That, that, that is not the end goal. That is not your purpose as a soul, as a human being. It's just simply not. And so I am super excited to keep diving into all of these things with you. Actually, we're adding a fourth before we wrap it up. And the whole purpose of this podcast episode was literally for me to show you this. The last three months have been some of the hardest times of my life and some of the most beautiful times of my life. And I can confidently say easily, like the three last three months have maybe been the last, like my favorite three months of my entire life on earth, my entire life on earth. And that did not come without horrible days, days where I literally thought sadness would kill me, like the most dramatic, like I just remember laying in bed being like this feeling, like I literally feel like I'm gonna have a heart attack. I'm so sad. Like it feels like I need to go to the hospital. Like I'm telling you this not for sympathy, not for like, I'm good, but like, I want you to know that like those things do not have to counteract each other. They can coexist. Just because things are happening that are really hard right now doesn't mean you can't also have really beautiful times. And just because really beautiful times are happening doesn't mean that you can't feel the hard times too. You need to feel it all. You need to experience it all. And guess what? It's totally normal. It's totally normal and you will survive the hard stuff. You will look back on the beautiful times with so much gratitude and those things just exist. Like that has been such a big lesson over the last couple months is I'm like, oh, this is just life. Like I keep waiting for the day that things won't be hard anymore. That ain't a thing. I wish it was. I don't think it is. If you've never had a hard time in your life or slash you've reached a point where nothing hard is happening, please enlighten me. I don't think anyone like that exists, but on the off chance you're a unicorn, please feel free to let me know. But just know that it's totally normal and I never want you to look at my social media, listen to the podcast and be like, she's got it all together. 
everything is awesome. Everything is great. It's not. There's really horribly sad things and hard things happening at all times. And that's okay because they're really beautiful too. And I'm really grateful for them. And while I was in Paris, one of the best things I did was I reread through my journal because my journal, I realized, is nearly two years old. I just celebrated the two-year anniversary of separating from my ex. Um, And that's when I started my journal. And I got to read back on it. Ooh, we're going to get emotional. I started reading back on it. And it was so humbling and, like, it was such a grateful read to look back on it and be like, I literally thought I would never make it through that. Like, I thought I would never make it through it. I literally thought it would be the end of me. And it has been the most beautiful life. I did. And every time something has happened to me that I didn't think I would make it through, I did. And I want you to know that you can too. And there was a part in my journal, and this one stuck out to me more than anything. There was a part in my journal And it just said, everything has been so hard lately and I don't get when it's going to end and I don't get why it's happening. I'm paraphrasing. I don't want to pull up my journal right now, but it was just like, I just, it's been so hard and I don't know how I'm going to make it through this, but I just wish it was two years from now. And it's so wild to read that and to have it be almost two years from that journal entry and to be like, oh my God oh my god, if she could see me now sitting in my dream apartment in the city that I never thought I would get to live in. Oh my god, you guys listen to me cry so much. I'm so sorry. Is every episode at this point me crying potentially? Also, if you can hear the New York sirens, I'm sorry. That's a part of living here now in the podcast. (laughs) It's gonna have some ambiance. But if she could see me now and beyond that, the last two years were so hard, but they were so beautiful. Like, I wouldn't trade them for the world. As heartbreaking as my breakup was, I would not tra- I would do it again. Like, I would do every single one of my hard times again. Just to be where I am now and to be this person that those experiences shaped. And even outside of that relationship, there were such hard times with my health and my family and all of these things that will, will stay private. But... Um, I just, I can't imagine it being two years from then and skipping those two years. They were some of my favorite years of my life, like easily. And so I just want you to know that, yes, sometimes things are so hard and it's okay to feel like it's never going to end. It's okay to feel like you want to skip them, but just know that one day you will be past it and you'll get to look back with this gratitude and this grace for that version of yourself. I just like what I wouldn't do for two years ago, me just fresh out of her marriage, about to go into a global pandemic, about to enter the most chaotic and hard period of her life to know how beautiful it was going to be. And I wouldn't trade it for a for the world. I literally wouldn't trade any aspect of it. There is no part of the last two years of my life that I would change what I did and the decisions that I made because they've led me here. And I'm so grateful for it. I'm so grateful for you guys. I cannot believe we've been doing this podcast for nearly a year and a half. I cannot believe you're here. I cannot believe I'm here. I'm so excited for this new chapter. It feels like my life has literally led to this, which is so traumatic. But driving over the Brooklyn Bridge, to my apartment and thinking about 
every single different version of me that has existed on that bridge. Like there, oh my God, there's so many photos of me in this city, just so many different versions that had no idea what was coming, who just wanted to live here more than anything, never thought she would. Like I'm just, it just feels like this is where I was leading to my whole life. And I know that sounds so dramatic, but it is literally the only way it feels. I'm just so excited to take you guys along. I'm so excited to help you do the same. I want you to think of that dream life and like our Lord and Savior Glenn and Doyle says, those are not just your dreams. Those are your marching orders. I want to help you build your dream life because you are deserving of nothing but that. I cannot stress that enough. And it is your job to not wait for it to happen to you, but to make it happen, okay? And so that is all the things that we are going to be diving into in the podcast coming up soon and in our space in general. In the meantime, if you want some other free resources other than binging the podcast, I will link for you some of my favorite freebies to start bettering your business and start bettering your life right now. We have the Manifestation Challenge, which is one of my favorites, one of your guys' favorites. It's one of our most popular ones, as well as Let's Get Lit, which is the Artificial Light Crash Course for Wedding Photographers slash Photographers in general. We have the Branding BFF Freebie, which is all about building a brand that is specific to you. We've got a few things that I'll toss down there for you. So, big things coming. I hate saying big things coming, but big things coming, you guys. And I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you for your support always. Thank you for being here. I hope you know I love you guys so much. You really are a little family to me. I am cannot wait for everything we're going to do in the next year, okay? All right. I will talk to you guys soon. I love you. I mean it. Goodbye.